When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. John J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers were presented by Progressive Good morning. Good morning. 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 How's this weather for you, Keith? It's supposed to rain a little bit. I mean, it's a good, it's cool, but. This is January in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm expecting for it to rain by noon, you know, yeah. here. I'll be long gone by then, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, he'll, be on <laughs> he'll be in the air. Sorry, last night was a little crisp, you know, a little rainy. A little yeah. bottle of wine last night at dinner. Oh, yeah, nice. it was good. How do you keep your eyes open when you drink wine? I can't ever keep my eyes open I mean, when I drink wine anymore. What do you, what do you mean? I, we, get up, we get up when people are go still, you know, halfway through their night. It puts You're you not, to sleep, though. Yeah. It doesn't put me to sleep. No, I'm saying. I mean, I'm look, Catholic, it's the blood of oh, Christ. Oh, for sure. Brings me to life. I'm saying it puts me to sleep, but if we go out to dinner and I start drinking wine, I have more than a glass or two. If I have two, three glasses, I, I got to go to bed. Yeah. Nah, three glasses, I'm right. I'm good. Yeah. I'm in my zone. You, you start spinning issue. it. You, you, know may have a, you may have Auto an issue. Zone. I don't know. Auto zone. <laughs> you, you may have an, an issue. With, so I'm not sure. What? <laughs> Guys, on a more serious note, Deshaun Watson has settled all but four of the lawsuits filed against him. That's what his attorney, Tony Busby, said in a statement yesterday. Since March 16th, 2021, 25 lawsuits have been filed against Deshaun Watson, alleging sexual assault and other inappropriate behavior during massage sessions. Of those 25, one was dropped by the plaintiff when the judge ruled her petition had to be amended with her name. She didn't want her name out there. The other 20, Busby said, have been settled. Okay, so that leaves four outstanding. Busby noted that Ashley Solis, the first woman to file a lawsuit against Watson and the first to speak publicly and identify herself as a plaintiff, is not one of the 20 women to settle. So there are four outstanding. There are no criminal charges. 20 have been settled of the civil cases. Four remain outstanding. Okay, Michael McCann, Sportico legal expert, was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons and had this to say about it. We know that the league's investigation has been going on months. And even if he had settled all of the lawsuits today, I still think there's the issue of, is it too late? Because the NFL has done all this research on him. They've looked into his background. They've looked, looked into these allegations. And we also know the NFL doesn't hesitate to suspend players where the law doesn't find them at fault. Yeah, I know it's conjecture, but why do you think these would be settled now? Well, you got to, one, just stay to the field, right, To on the field, is you look at we're at the end of June now. We're getting ready to roll in the training camp. They're getting ready to turn things up in July for training camp. I, I believe that the Cleveland Browns, some person from the league, some people from his representation, NFLPA said, you know what, it's time to move on. Let's try and move the page as much as we can, turn the page to the next page so we can clarify, get some clarification on 
where you're going to be suspended, how long, all of those sort of things. And, and let's just turn it, let's get, let's get Figure going. out where we are. Figure with it out this, because yeah. sitting around waiting, making it longer and dragging it out, dragging it out, dragging it out. Now you are into the football season. And now the Cleveland Browns don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be, all of those sort of things. I think this is why you settled the case. On top of, you know, when, when these things start to come out, you know, you want to also, if you're Deshaun Watson, maybe you don't want some of the information that's out there to get out there. I, I, that's what, that was my point, Key. I, I think you're, you hit the nail right in the head, right? Like uh, the longer these, you know, cases are still out there lingering, or lingering around is the more that you're prone to details of individual cases leaking to be utilized as leverage for them to actually get money. So I, I, I think the quicker you can settle these cases, have NDAs in place, the quicker you can try to focus on the next step of the process. Although Ashley Solis is still, you know, she's, her case essentially is still open and she could say whatever she say wants, she, say yeah. whatever she wants, whatever she wants. Maybe she, maybe she doesn't want to sign a confidentiality agreement in terms of keeping the settlement quiet. So maybe that's some of the settlement things that's going on. But it doesn't matter if it's 20, 21, 22, 23. All it takes is one person with information to have a conversation about what you did. That's it. But let me tell you yeah. why I think it, I think the ND, like, okay. So first of all, let, let's back up for a second. No criminal charges, but 24 oh, no. open civil cases, civil. all alleging basically a very similar thing, right? That, in the court of public opinion, my brain, I can't turn off my brain. I'm like, you 24 different women saying basically the same stuff? Come on, man. Come on, Deshaun. Now, 20 have been settled. That does not, from 20 settlements, I do not infer guilt or innocence or anything because that's life-changing money for the women and for Deshaun, you know, and for Deshaun, well, if they were, if it really happened, why would they take the money? Because it could be life-changing, potentially. And from Deshaun Watson's point of view, it doesn't mean necessarily that he's guilty, even though what I said before, come on, man, they're all alleging similar stuff. It, it may, it's just the, in the cost-benefit analysis, even if you haven't, you don't think you've done anything wrong, it may just be better for you. So I'm putting those 20 aside. We're dealing with four open civil cases, right? I think there is a difference, Key and Jay. If details come out from four different cases, then from 24. Because if 24 women are st- it's starting to be in the press, it's starting to, and, and we start to get details, what Jay said, that's spe- the specificity of details, and they all start to line up and sound similar, and it's like, but, but different enough that it sounds it, like it happened. It, it does it, that's it, terrible it, for Deshaun Watson. Think about what you said prior to this, though, Max. 20 yeah. settled. 20 settled. You got four open. If you got 24 total, and every, essentially everybody is saying the same thing, the four is going to speak for the 24. Two is going to speak. That's a good point. Two is going to speak for 22. That's a good point, but one now it's our speak, imagination. One goes of, for, but one going to speak for 23. It doesn't there, matter no what question. the number is. There's no question that goes on. That, just, in your head, but but without the details from the other but, twenty, but Max, it wait, wait, doesn't Max, have the same I, impact. I, I just gotta say this because yesterday I was in the city and I was literally walking to meet my wife for dinner, and I was coming off. I sat down with Jaden Ivy, getting ready for the NBA draft, talking to him. He's gonna be a top five pick, an incredible kid. And a random person was like, "So Jay, like, what do you think about this whole Deshaun Watson thing?" And honestly, guys, I'm gonna tell you guys honestly, I just I feel 
dirty or even having the conversation. I read about it. I try to get as as many details as possible, and I still feel extremely uncomfortable talking about it. 24 women is a lot of people. It's a lot, Key. And even though like 20 settled, like, I, I didn't you know, know you're aware to, of their existence. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I didn't know, even know where to go with I, the conversation. That's what about P, Key's point, that's I Key's point right? The one, even if it's just one woman saying it now, if details are coming out, your, your brain is aware that there are 20 something others. It, and so you transfer. Yes, yeah. 20 something others. But if you look at these situations, as a whole in the past, in, in, in these type of situations, the pe- behavior pattern is essentially the same, right? I mean, they, they're, they're essentially the same by the defendants. They're just, it's always he or she did this with one, he or she did that with two, three, four, five, and it's always the same. So that's why I say whether it's one, one speaks for 23, two speaks for 22, I mean, it, it, that's just the way it is. Ideally, he settles, from his point of view, he settles, and from the Browns' point of view, he settles with all of them. Yes. I, I, and I hear what you're saying. I, I think that definitely exists, and yet there's a reason you settle with 20. And, and part of that is, n- is not just because of the money. or the, It's that you, what you're saying is right, but the details will vary in certain ways that will feel real to people. And it would be even worse. I mean, it's a mess anyway. It'd be even, listen, we're going to talk more about this throughout the show. But we're going to move on to happier topics like the Warriors being ready to repeat. Who's yeah. the biggest threat? To, Jay, did you, do you have something else to say about this right no, now? I, you, I look forward to talking about sports. Yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah, me too. I really do, man. Hell of a way to kick off your Wednesday morning. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yep. But this is the news. This is the news. I get it. Yeah, I understand you know, it. Uh, at any rate, who is the biggest threat? It's a hard turn. There's no good way to do it. Who's the biggest threat to the Warriors throne? That's next. ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Jay, so yesterday, the Astros and the Mets, so they, they this kid, I guess there's a game that is put, put together that a fan, a kid goes out to, to take a second base, a, a base, a second base. It's out in the outfield, though. Yeah. So the kid they let onto the field, he ran to second base inside the diamond uh-huh. to try to pick up <laughs> second base because he didn't know he was supposed to go out in the outfield. He was trying to actually literally steal second base. So Kids, kids are very literal that way. You got to explain it a little bit better next time. Yeah, and so Altuve is sitting there at second base trying to help the kid literally steal second base. Wait, before you even go deeper into the story, there's something about the Astros trying to help somebody steal something that just feels <laughs> – Feels yeah, wrong they, to me. It, 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 so they didn't yeah, know. I, I took it the other way. Something about somebody in the Astros not playing the game the right way. That is, too, though. Yeah, that it too was though, a, yeah. out to me. It was the funniest thing when you see it is the kid is sitting there, and they're really trying to pull up second base. And when you pull up these bases, you have to get underneath and twist it, turn it, turn it, twist it. And then they finally realized, like, oh, no, we can't. Uh, uh, what are we doing? And then they told the kid to run out. So he ran, I think I think it was in center field or in between right and center and ran out there and they had a tape up, so he kinda ran through the tape measure as if he was <laughs> as if he was running track or something and he got the second base. But Max, this reminded you of a game growing up, running the bases. Like yeah, explain running to bases, people yeah. and, and tell people about running the Run, bases. Running bases is just you know, listen, public school in New York, cement, concrete, you know, and a and a really? get and a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. So how, what kind of games do you play? Running bases is just Two fielders, one on first base, one on second base, whatever bases, and a gang of kids running back and forth. You're just trying to tag out whoever, whoever you so can like tag pickle, out. Basically. La- yeah, pickle. Last yeah. man standing wins. Running bases, but that, but for some reason, it's the most fun you could have. As a How kid. aggressive does that game get though? Because I would assume, yeah. like, if you're trying to tag, you're pretty hard. I mean, yeah, like it's it's like handball. Like handball got aggressive in the you city. You ever play asses up? No. Oh, yeah. Basically, you're throwing the ball at people. It's right. No. Oh, you throw the yeah. ball. I thought you'd you been throw up tackle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> throw up tackle when you throw the football throw up football in the air. Me. Yeah. So, so like Max says, call it 15 kids. Early morning when you go to school, you throw the ball up. Whoever gets it, you take it and you run before you tackle actually on the cement. Yeah. yeah that's, we used to play stop motion instead. <laughs> instead like, so just stop forward motion. Like tag. N- well, like, no, except you, that you actually have to you wrap them got, up because you, they, them up. Okay. you have to stop them going moving the first, forward. Going yeah. the first yeah. period smelling. <laughs> Just disgusting. The only time I ass play, play football, in, man. In New York, I tackle me on the cement. Yeah. I ain't built like that. Throw, throw up tackle. Hit my hand. That's a foul. We're back in 10 seconds. That's a foul. <laughs> take this for granted because you know you never know when you'll be back here and to get back here and get it done means the world so the dynasty was over i went through some things tore everything and i'm still here welcome back to the warriors invitational baby it's what we do Keyshawn j willamax espn radio sirius xm channel 80 and your smart speakers were presented by progressive insurance warriors still celebrating should have seen this coming too, with all the talk of Curry's Steph Curry's oh, the Petty That's King, and, and uh, well, yeah, that was, was old, no, that was just old footage. I was like, wait a minute, 
That KD he's, he's team. Snuck, he snuck in there. <laughs> he's back. He's back. <laughs> man, the amount of memes on the internet, man, people are wild. People say, oh, KD, you going to come back to Golden State. I'm like, man, stop. He snuck in there, stop. though. Stop. <laughs> you know what the only thing about that is, though, Jay? Everyone's like, he couldn't do that. KD seems to me to be a dude who's like, I can do whatever. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Can't do that. I, I, don't, I agree, but can't I don't do think that. you could have done it when he first did it either. Yeah, just different now. It, it's, yeah, you uh, can't do it now. It, it's something that was already accomplished, right? It was yeah. a task that is checked off now. Why not just now. stay? If well, you going to do that, just stay. Just stay where? In, just stay in Golden State, State in the first place. Right, right. First because, place. Because, well, mainly because I, I actually think it could happen if he won a championship somewhere else. You can't come back without, you know, empty-handed. He can't go back can't at go, all, though, in general. I mean, LeBron went back to Cleveland, but that he didn't come back sailed, empty-handed. But, they, but he didn't come back they, to Cleveland to the original cast that he yeah, left. As a matter he, didn't fact, come back to Cle- and he didn't go back to Cleveland. They didn't have anything. No, as a matter of fact, they were so bad, they literally drafted first. Overall, in almost every and they, year, that's how they got there. Kyrie Irving. And they begged him to come back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. Listen, um, how are the Warriors going to defend this championship or, or, or try, right? What do they do here, Jay? To, do, do they even need to retool? When I look at Kaminga, I look at Wiseman. I, I, do they even need Jordan Poole? Do they even need to retool? Is there anything they need to do? I mean, first off, like Peyton Porter or Looney, these guys are free agents. Like, you bring them back. You bring it back. I mean, you run it back. You run it back. Andrew Wiggins, uh, Jordan Poole, these guys, their contracts are up in a year. You figure out a way to extend it. The one thing that Joe Lacobs has always said, he's the owner of the Golden State Warriors, they don't care about going way, way over the luxury tax. Like, I, I've heard their GM talk about this <laughs> multiple times where he said, hey, we got certain contracts that are up. I went to Joe Lacobs and said, okay, these guys are up. What, what do you want us to do? Do we want to retool? How do we want to, do we want to fit into a budget? And they've been on the record stating, no, you, you run it back. So my thing is they're going to go over the luxury tax. They don't care. The amount of revenue they made this year alone off the Chase Center, their new arena, is like $100 million, right? So if you have that type of money, you bring everybody back and you do it the same way next year. Not to mention the equity in the team goes up on, on top of it, right? Just the equity alone. Yeah, you, 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 some, when you talk about guys being paid, GP, oh, was Gary Payton, called, the second. I, I always want to say the yeah, third. The second. Yeah. yeah, the second. He's happy to be in Golden State. That's where he's from. He's from the Bay Area. So he's not, I mean, he wants to cash in and at the end of the day. But when something about a team giving you an opportunity, when you play for nine NBA teams along with, uh, G League team. It's like I'm I'm settled, man. And you're I can't in that keep, situation. I'm in that oh. situation. I can't keep bouncing around. And that's a beautiful situation for him. And, 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 and Iggy's, look, Iggy's done. You, you know. Iggy, Iggy, Iggy's, yeah. Iggy's done. He but could be he, a coach or something. But I mean, look, yeah, Mike Brown yesterday uh, that did his presser for the Sacramento Kings actually agree with him. He said that De'Aaron Fox and you know Demonis Sabonis have a chance to be a top three pick and roll duo in the NBA. And I actually think he was right. So he leaves the bench. I would take Iggy. Transfer him to the bench because I think his role is imperative. You already saw him play that role this year in a as way a coach, he you mean. mentor. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, right? So you bring him to the bench as a coach, and now you bring back guys like Otto Porter, who's a legit defender. You bring guys back like K- Kevon Looney, who gave you pivotal moments of the playoffs. Like when he sat down Draymond Green, I think it was in Game Five. That was because Kevon Looney was playing his ass off. Yeah, he was playing extremely well, so he's giving you great minutes. So now along with Gary Payton II, who applies great pressure on the ball, all the pieces are in place for Golden State to run it back. And, and as long as they got those four on the floor, 
think they're fine. You know, it's the four meaning Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Draymond, Steph, Steph, Steph and Clay. Clay. They're, yeah. they're good. But what what's interesting to me about Otto Porter, and I'm not saying he's this kind of player, but the situation, the Warriors, because, and this is, again, credit to Steph, credit to Kerr and, and, and Bob Myers, yep. but especially Steph, that you have guys on – other teams who are a little bit miscast. Remember when Porter got that big contract in Washington and they wanted him to be some kind of star, but he's just a good player in a certain role, right? So he gets a little bit miscast, but then on the Warriors, you're like, oh my God, perfect. It's almost like a luxury item. Iguodala wasn't just a luxury item. He was necessary for their success, but also like a little miscast as a one, but perfect on the Warriors. They have this culture where they can absorb these players and put them in roles where it's like it's almost like, damn, you got that guy doing that job. Oof, that's a lot. It was like the, the New England Patriots of old, where they yeah. can go get something that somebody thought wasn't good, and all of a sudden you're sitting there, you go, wait a minute, man, this was a Pro Bowler for them. Yeah. You gotta know, you gotta know your personnel and coaches in the organization in Golden State clearly know their personnel and what fits for what they want to do. Now here's 100%. some interesting if you. If you do happen to lose Kevon Looney, right, because free agent, he's probably going to demand a hefty salary. That doesn't fit into, even though I, 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 don't, I don't think there'll be a problem with Golden State going way over the cap. Like, they've, they already have done it. But if you do happen to lose him, now you, you look at James Wiseman playing summer league. You look at Kaminga, their roles expand. And then do you go to the free agent market? And look at a guy like a JaVel McGee who has about, the experience that can come in that. <laughs> and, and, and kind of teach the younger guys how to do it in spurts amendments. So you maybe look at a guy like a Mo Bamba who's out there, bring him potentially in. Uh, that may be a little bit extra, but I'm saying there are pieces that you, no, can, you can plug and play. You can play with that a little bit if you do happen to lose Kevon Looney. Yeah, that guy you could that guy you could find. You can find a, a rim protector big type like that just floating around out there in the street somewhere. Yeah, a little athletic still, yeah. But maybe without the refined skill, but with experience to help the younger players. When I think of Wiseman and Kaminga, you know, I think about this whole Warriors run. The one thing they didn't really have were athletic, big-ish type guys with upside, right? Like when they went, they, they had bogus, but they didn't have those springy, long, think, rim defender type guys. They do now. I don't think that they fit what they do though they didn't need that it's just it's almost like the triangle offense they didn't need a center like right. that they just sure. go get a guy uh, uh bill Cartwright, a will purdue a wilmington yeah. yeah just them type of dudes but one of the one I mean, there's always a trade-off in life there's no such thing as oh this team is perfect right because there's every team ever will have a weakness you try and and when they went small, you would look at certain matchups and go, well, could they get muscled inside? Could they get beaten on the glass? Stuff like that. But if you have basically still prospects like Wiseman and Kaminga, that addresses that. I'm going to tell you all right now. I know people have not seen him for a full year, but I got a chance to go down to Memphis. Like I've seen James. James Wiseman is a special player, man. Like There is a reason why Golden State got very lucky in getting him considering they finished with the worst record in the NBA two years ago, his ability to spread the defense and knock down shots, his ability to rim protect is different, and his agility and his footwork in the paint fit perfectly with the style in which the Golden State Warriors play. He is the the perfect comp big for the – kind of spread offense that Golden that's what, State that's runs. What, that's exactly Perfect. what I'm saying. Like, they never had that guy, Key, because 
you can still play small ball, but with big guys if you can find them, right? How do you get a rim protector who can also shoot from distance? Because if you got that guy, you'd need the first pick in the draft to get. They had the first pick of the draft. Like they actually wound up with that guy. We don't know what it'll be yet, but potentially it's a lot. Oh, it's a game changer. I mean, like I said before, you have all the pieces in place. Some of these smaller things key if they happen to go awry. Like if you happen to lose Kevon Looney, you can plug and play other pieces in there to fit that role. What Gronk's retirement means for Tom Brady's chances at another Super Bowl. And someone who wants to see Brady win 10 Super Bowls. They want him to play till he's 60. What? It's after Jay has this from Dollar Shave Club. This is for you, Max. You ever have a shave so noticeably smooth that people want to touch it? Like when a friendly pat on the cheek turns into a full-on cheek rub? It's the kind of shave a Dollar Shave Club. Six rub blade. my cheeks, Jay. <laughs> so awkward. It's the kind of shave a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor can get you. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor is here to get that chin noticed, and it comes at a fair price. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is time for Straight Talk on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Until now, the talk's been a little crooked. We didn't want to tell you, but now, now it's going to be straight. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Key, you, yes. are, you are allergic to 
uh, brand names getting uh, kind of like undue attention or or people thinking that their influence is out of proportion. I got to tell you, I'm one of those dudes with Gronk, though. It's not about the WWE, anything like that. It's like he's just, to me, even as an old dude, a tough cover in the red zone. Oh, yeah. Reliable. Sure. To, you know, like I, that's six, the dude. 260, man. And that's the dude I want. He got so many championships. Maybe if Tony Gonzalez is on those Patriots team, that's the way I would have felt about him. But I just think of Gronk like as a Giants fan, I never wanted to see him in a big moment. I was glad when he was hurt or out of the game. He's a hell of a football player. No question about it, man. Dude is ridiculous. Top four tight ends ever played a game. How much is it at this point a hit for the Bucs to lose Gronk Considering he's still the red zone plan a lot of the time, and they're, they're won a Super Bowl, it it's a hit, but it's not severe to the demise of the team. Mm-hmm. The team will still be able to function, move forward, uh, find another red. They got some young talent to tie it in, but find another red zone target. Potentially use Mike Evans in that role a little bit more because of the size situation. What Gronk has been able to do is be very uh, smart at understanding Tom Brady. Tom Brady can read body language. They can play off each other. That's the beauty of having a Gronkowski in your lineup outside of the size mismatch that he gives you in the red zone. Do I think that they still have an opportunity to maybe get an eighth Super Bowl for Tom Brady? Absolutely, because they got the defense. And if the defense can come alive and Todd Bowles can do anything in terms of coaching, which I believe he will be able to do, and they can run the ball with Leonard Fournette, and then they can still use Mike Evans and get healthy Chris Godwin, I think they'll be fine. I really do. It is, Jay, yeah. interesting that they had – you flash back to a year ago, look at the receivers on the team. A.B., Godwin, Evans, Gronk. Oh, my God. Now, all of a sudden, no A.B., Godwin's hurt. And no Gronk? Like, isn't that I, – I don't know. When I – to the layperson, to me, I look at it and go, Bucks are going to come out of the NFC. Wait a minute. I like the Rams more. I like uh, uh, San Francisco maybe. I like a whole bunch of teams. Yeah, I, but I, I have the same belief in Tom Brady as I do in Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers lost Devontae Adams. It's not like people are saying, well, now we're going to discount or not count Aaron Rodgers to be there when it's all said and done. I still think Cameron Brady, who's 6'5", 250 pounds is a hell of a TE. Like, and I think he'll, his reps will go more up. I, I think it depends upon the health of Chris Godwin. But I also don't see Gronk truly retiring. Like, I don't. Like, I talked to Gronk. I, I did a, um, a podium with him and Tony Gonzalez in L.A. for the Super Bowl. Me too. And me too. Gronk kept talking about how tired he was about the season. So, for me, you know, when I hear Gronk say that, I'm like, okay, retiring. Until that Tom Brady gets called. Until that call comes in right there at that juncture where they're about to make a run. And I see Gronk coming out of retirement, fresh, body feeling right, to make a run for Tom Brady to get another one. It's a little bit different, though. And I understand what people are saying about him coming back and playing. It's it's hard as hell, though, Jay, to be effective in the middle of the season for somebody who hasn't been in it. You can do football acclimated things all day long, all right? And it could take you four months until you get hit in a game, no matter how much you've been hit before in your career. When you take that time off and you miss training camp and you miss the first seven games of a season, and then all of a sudden you try and come back and insert into a lineup, it's not the same. So I don't even know if 
You think there's no chance he comes back? Well, Drew Rosenhaus. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this just in yesterday, 2 p.m. ESPN. <laughs> uh, I'm doing uh, 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 this just in. In the middle of the show, it comes out on Instagram, right? Like uh, Rob Gronkowski posts to Instagram yeah. that he's retired. And for everyone's like, time. yeah, for now. I mean, Brady retired, came back for that. What if Brady calls him? Literally, as we're discussing this, Drew Rosenhaus, who's Gronkowski's uh, agent, quote, it would not surprise me. He tweets, uh, Schefter tweets the following. Adam Schefter tweets that, that Rosenhaus said, it would not surprise me if Tom Brady calls him during the season to come back and Rob answers the call. This is just my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rob comes back during the season or next season. Uh, why, would, why would Rosenhaus say that, Key, if, if like, you know? I, I have no idea. Now we're talking about next season. You know, next, it's like, yeah. come on, man. You, you reach in, into the future now. Not you, but him next season. I mean, like Tom Brady might retire. We don't know what's going on, and I'm sure the Buccaneers aren't. They're moving on with their plans, especially if they get what they need in the red zone. If they get what they need, yeah. why, would you, why would you even be thinking about it? Wait, wait Key, I want to go back to a point that you made before about taking time off and then being hit that way. Gronk has that body type that looks like it, you don't take care of that. That can blow up pretty quickly, right? Uh, like, no, he, he – I mean, he, he always takes care of his body, but I'm just – He actually – Big boned? He actually yeah. loses muscle mass – and stuff like that when he stops playing. He never he never balloons up. We don't you don't have to worry about him looking like he's been eating and drinking all night long. Hmm. Does, that's not his for whatever reason he just he's big bone but he's a very thin slender 260 pounds. So it isn't out of the realm that if he were to continue to just train, mm-hmm. right? For that time being like it it can fit into that mode of potentially it, coming back, right? Even though yeah, I, it's absolutely. challenging. It, it depends on what it is that the organization is looking for. If you say that the organization just needs five games and all we want you to do is play 25 plays and here's the 25 play, yeah, of course. Catch a touchdown. Catch a touchdown. Of course he can do that. If that is what they're looking for. That's why I say depending on what their red zone looks like, depending on who's how it's going on an offensive flow, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to – bring a guy back in the middle of the year to disrupt the chemistry of what you already got going unless you need him to. Yeah. If you need a guy, hey, well, man, is there, you dial the, him up. If they can't find, like, that's a big if, find a reliable red zone thing. Yeah, because if, it's not even about Gronkowski whipping somebody at the line of scrimmage. It's well, about him knowing what to do. He's not physically – whipping people no, and also just being big with good he, hands he and what chemistry to with Tom Brady he's and gonna, timing. He's going to be where he's supposed to be. He's going to do all the right things. He, and that is a comfort level for a quarterback. But also so Max, J- the fact that he is such a target. He attracts a lot of attention in the red zone that could be utilized as a decoy as well. Blocks so well too, by the way, to having him on the field. Yeah, blocks well too by the exactly. OJ Howard's gone, but they spent a high pick on him. He's gone. Now he's in Buffalo. You bring up, Aaron Rodgers. And where my mind goes immediately with this is, okay, how much of a difference is Gronkowski? You know, like, let's, let's not just assume, oh, they're going to find a great red zone target, right? So the Rams got out of the NFC last year. They're, they're right there. Um, my mind goes to Aaron Rodgers. It goes to Rodgers because he, you know, his chance to strike when Brady just barely got by him in the NFC championship game in his first year in the conference so all the Rodgers people, like me, couldn't say, yeah, Brady has Belichick. Oh, first year in the conference, he got by you, Rodgers, right? Then they draft Rodgers' replacement instead of getting him another piece to put him over the top. And since then, they're kind of chasing their tails. Like, now they got to replace Devontae Adams. How does this, losing Gronkowski for the Bucks 
affect Rodgers' chances to get by them, Key, this year? Or do you think, does it have a major effect, a little effect, no effect? I don't think it has any effect at all because I think the Bucs are still a good team. I don't think that the Bucs were not going to be one of the top teams favored in the NFC with or without Gronk. They were still – it's Tom damn Brady. I just – there's no, no question. <laughs> and I think the smart people and the football people are like, let's – I know Gronk is a name, but don't get too excited. That, it, 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 look, the guy missed five games last year. Right. It wasn't like he played all 17. He missed five and then he was – he was hobbled in a handful of other games. But, Key, if they were in a deep playoff game, mm-hmm. going in, wouldn't you be like, yeah, you could pencil Gronk down for seven or six? Like, he's going to catch a touchdown. He's that Yeah, you do. Critical you moments, can, yeah, but that's all, about, that's all about the trust of Tom Brady. I can take one of those tight ends. And develop that. And if Brady trusts him and he's smart enough to understand, I'm going to slam the defensive end, make him think I'm blocking him, I'm going to leak out over the top, Brady's going to dump it to me. But what happens with dudes is they get caught up with the tight end, I mean, with the defensive end, because Grock's done it 17,855 times, where all of a sudden he slams the defensive end, makes him think he's blocking, releases, and then pops over the middle. He's wide open, and everybody goes, what a great catch and throw. Jay, why do I get the feeling like we could could flash forward to we're all three of us together watching a deep playoff game and the tight end does exactly what Key just says. And Key says, same thing. What I tell you, it's the same thing, right? You got you to gotta, you gotta watch it, though. It, it, yeah. But see, Grunk knows what to do, Jay. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a difference. That's a huge exactly. part of it. Experience. There is something oh, about when you get in these critical situations, the experience that you're always cool, calm, and collective because you know what's coming. And I don't. It's a, it's a year or 16 games, enough time to all of a sudden to build like that's thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of hours of reps. Like that's just not replaceable like that. Yeah. Man. When he, when Gronkowski runs a, a wheel route, he's running the wheel route. He's doing exactly what Brady wants him to, to do. do. If you put somebody else in there, he might run all the way to the sideline, an inch from going out of Max. bounds, screws up everything. Well, Gronk knows exactly. And in the moment what to of do. truth, see, like key, what you're yeah, saying is, look at is, that right there on the highlight. Look at boop. that. All he did was leak out. Here he is, right here, up the up the seam. He knows yes, where to go. Too. Max, I'm giving you another example. He knows exactly where to go. So, yeah. Key and I have been working together for two years, right? So, yeah. when, when you first came on Has the show, it been two, that's a very long time. Years, I didn't know your cadence. Right. right, like think about this. Like for the first couple of months, I, I didn't know your cadence. I'm like, is he still going? Is he going to stop? Is there? Well, a I don't know it either. To be fair, <laughs> look, look at him, look at him leak out. But I'm just, just leaking out. The fact that I know when he his thought is over or where his brain is going, there's something to be said about that because I can build off that easily. It's same. It's applicable to sports the same way. Yeah, I know what I'm going to get. But so the question really becomes key. Not that what Gronk does is impossible to do, but do they have do they have the right personnel? where in the 17-game regular season, if Gronk doesn't come back, by the time the playoffs roll around, that dude in the moment of truth will do all the little things Gronk does. Well, that's why you got 17 weeks to get him to do it, right? Is that enough time? It could be. I mean, it could be because Brady's a coach, though. He he knows what to tell him and – you know the eyes, the, the the eyes, the stare down, or scare a guy into doing the right thing. You just you a guy like Brady, you just know what to do, and he'll let him know, man. You can't do that. So you let's do, do this. let's do this real quick, Kia Max. So obviously the favorite in the NFC is the Rams, right? Mm-hmm. I think Rams. most people defending would say champs, most, yeah. all right, defending champs. All right, great. Who's second best team in the NFC? I, I personally, 
Are you going to say New Orleans? From a Number nepotism two. standpoint, Number I'm two. going to say the New Orleans Saints. What the New Orleans Saints is essentially done, they've got on the offensive side of the ball, they've got two high-priced free agents yeah, at the receiver position. You know who the guys are? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. And Landry, yeah. And the reason Thomas is a high-priced free agent one there because he wasn't there. They just added a piece that they hadn't had that they so desperately needed based on the Michael Thomas of two seasons ago. Nepotism aside, let's be honest. The last time Michael Thomas was healthy for a full season, the like there are a lot of great receivers, but the best case you could make for the best receiver in the game was Michael Thomas. He when you look at he was the guy who did every single thing you want a receiver to do. Wasn't I agree. Even so you close. got that, the combination with Landry, the combination with Alvin Kamara. I mean, it puts a lot of pressure on Jameis Winston they, they to got, be that guy. They got better. They got better on the defensive side of the ball. They went and got a, a honey veteran Badger. honey badger. Now, the the left tackle spot is a question mark because Ormstead left in, in Armstrong left and went to Miami to get his get his money. They drafted the kid, I think he's out of Tulsa question marks about him, you know, Max. So th- let's see what the left side looks like. I'm trying like. to remember his name. What round did they I, take him? The first round. So oh, wait, it was, real, um, real quick, where would you have, where would you have the Bucks? Third, fourth? See, when push comes to shove, I probably have him second. I'm, I'm not huge on the Cowboys. I don't think the Eagles are quite ready. I'm looking around uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Hey, right maybe there? Dan Graziano has an idea about this. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider with us now. What's up, Dan? I mean, did Aaron Rodgers retire? Like, what? Who's the second best? Like, he's that's a, they, they got a case, right? Second best team in the NFC. Packers? Absolutely, I agree. Absolutely, no? they do. But but I'm yeah. going to always yeah. give yeah. blood the benefit of the doubt and never mind the water. Yeah, but, but, but also but, re- we're not talking regular season. We mean in the playoffs. But Dan, let me ask you. Run. So when obviously when Aaron Rodgers loses Devontae Adams, a lot of people still have them slated as the mm-hmm. second best team in the NFC. Tom Brady losing Gronk. Does that does that lose? Do they lose their position within the, like, the top ranks in the NFC? Considering AB's not there, Godwin's hurt. Like all of a sudden, the receiving targets aren't the same. Yeah, and and they had some. You know, they lost some guys on the offensive line, and they lost some guys on defense. I mean, there are a couple reasons to to ding Tampa Bay roster wise relative to where they've been the last couple of years. I would still expect them to be a strong team and. Uh, look, I, I agree with Key's point on the Saints if they can get everybody healthy, but at this point in the offseason, they haven't been. So uh, we got to see a healthy Jameis Winston throwing to a healthy Michael Thomas. Uh, and once we see that, I think we can feel real good about it. But um, I think that has a chance to be a good race. Just feels like the Packers, to me, aren't going to be challenged too strongly in their division. They could be in, uh, in the playoffs with a pretty good seed. Not that that has necessarily helped them too much the last couple of years. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. We're going to see Gronk later in the season. I mean, yeah, you know, his agent came out and basically said that, right? <laughs> Yesterday, you think he knows something. Um, reminds me, Max, when I was covering the Yankees, when Roger Clemens used to do that. Remember, yeah, he would come, he'd retire, and then, like, he'd announce in June he was coming back to the Yankees for the, for the stretch. And the reason was he didn't feel like uh, – going through a whole season at his age, and, and it may be that Gronk feels that way. Look, I mean, I, he could stay totally retired. I, I think there's no reason to, to necessarily doubt him, but I do think this is going to be a story that we continue to track as the season goes along, especially if Tampa Bay's offense struggles a little bit. How long do you think Brady 
realistically plays, man, because you you just we just never know with him. But how long do you think? I mean, realistically, he would have retired like five years ago. Like that, that does, none of this makes any sense when we talk about Tom Brady still playing at forty-five years old. So, look, I mean, I think there were, I think there was some real, I think there was legitimacy behind the idea that he was looking to go somewhere else this year. And if that, if that continues to be a presence in his mind and his thought process, it's possible we see him play for a different team in twenty twenty-three. But I honestly believe that, that, that this is a year-to-year proposition at this point, and that he'll decide after the year what he wants to do. He and his family will decide after the year what he wants to do. I do think he could continue playing beyond 2022 if he wanted to, uh, but that's the key question. How long, realistically, will he want to? And I think everything that's happened this offseason indicates that we're, we're pretty close to the time uh, when he makes that decision and says that's it. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Dan, I want you to take a listen to what Greg Olson told Adam Schefter about Brady joining Fox after he retires. Listen to this. No hard feelings, and I'm going to go out and try to do the best job I can do, and I hope Tom plays another five years. I mean, I don't think Tom's career is over until he gets 10 Super Bowls. I, I think anything <laughs> less than that would be, would be selling himself short. So if I was him, I'd go for 10, and uh, I'll hold the seat warm until he gets there. What do you think about that, Dan? I mean, Greg's a very entertaining guy. I, I think he'll I think he'll do a good job uh, in that role, and and I don't blame him for sort of wanting to fight Tom off and say, hey, you know, I, I I'd like to to have my real shot at it before I'm even really replaced uh, before, before I got going. So yeah, I, I think he's handling it very well. Obviously, it's a difficult situation, but the best thing if you're Greg Olson, you want a career in broadcasting, is to is to kick butt, and if uh, and if Fox doesn't want you, then maybe somebody else will. So good for him for uh, for sort of entering the perpetual audition phase. Yeah, no, it, it's pretty funny because originally I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, Tom Brady's not winning 10 damn Super Bowls, man. You know how long it would take for Tom Brady to get the 10 Super Bowls? I mean, you think about his first couple, it, it took him to get another one after those 10 years in between up in New England. I'm like, he doesn't, I don't give a damn how much – uh, uh, Max Kellerman says he's going to fall off a cliff. It's not going to help him get another well, three he, Super Bowls. If he won, like, if he did nothing ever in his NFL career, just to get from where he is now to 10, that's a Hall of Fame career. He'd have to have another Hall of Fame career mm-hmm. to get to the three Super Bowls. That's a whole, How many guys have ever done that? A handful? It's, I, Dan, I, Graz, before we let you go, I want to get back real quick to Gronk. Is there... Do, where are you on this? Like, there are people like me who feel like, look, he's a red zone target. It's Gronk. He's clutch in a big game. I know he's good for a touchdown. That could be the difference in a, in a kind of at the top of the NFC, tightly packed, right? Maybe Aaron Rodgers, as you said, is looking like, ooh, and now one less red zone target. Okay, here, here I go. It's a better shot. Is that being overblown or undersold, do you think? Like, is Gronk being overly branded by people like me as too important or is he being undersold by people who are like, come on, man, he's a million years old. You can replace him. Where are you on that? I think that this point in Tom Brady's Bucks career, this is less damaging than it would have been a couple of years ago, right? I mean, Mike Evans is a pretty good red zone target, maybe as good as there is in the league, given his size and his ability in that area. Uh, so I, I think Brady can figure it out. When he got to Tampa, I think it was probably pretty important for him to have Gronk and that security blanket that he brought, sort of brought with him. But I think at this point, uh, he's, he's gotten to the point where 
he can trust other guys more than he might have two years ago. Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you as always, Dan. Keyshawn J. Willemax brought to you by Mako. Scratches, dents, and dings on your car. When life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. Go to Mako.com today. Back to the biggest story from the NFL this morning and some insight into how long Deshaun Watson's suspension will be. Next, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.